0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Good Soil Podcast, where the Word of God meets ears, minds, and hearts, and by His grace grows a great harvest. I'm Aaron Fezenmayer, pastor of York Evangelical Free Church, right here at the crossroads of the Midwest, York, Nebraska. I'm grateful that you've joined me today. We are on our way through two letters today, so welcome to the second and third letters of John. They both come from the Apostle John, who calls himself the Elder in both letters. And if you'd like a little more information on this Apostle, please listen to my episode either on the Gospel according to John or the first letter of John. But we're doing both of these letters today because they are so short and they are so related. Second John is likely written to a local church, figuratively called the elect lady and her children and third john is written to a man named gaius likely a fellow pastor elder of a sister church so why were these written you will hopefully see that there is significant overlap with what john wrote in his first letter but as we talk about them today i'm going to take them one at a time so we can see some of the distinction so starting with the second letter What seems at first glance like a gentle letter to a woman with children actually turns out to be a call to war for the church and her members. A war to love the truth and a war to exclude falsehood. To use more household and hospitality language as the letter does, truth is to be welcomed. But false teachers? No way. They're not. John dearly loves this church to whom he is writing, and he joyfully urges them to love one another, and that's the commandment we have had from the beginning, as he says in verse five. But he, John, charges them. John charges them. He says, "Watch yourselves. Do not receive." And who do they not to receive? Deceivers who have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh, and they're not to receive them into your house or give him any greeting, for whoever t- greets him takes part in his wicked works. Woe. John wants this church to be assured that indeed grace, mercy, and peace will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, in love and truth, as he says in verse 3, but that such an abundance has no room for the spirit of Antichrist. With this love of truth and hatred of falsehood, believers are to be abiding in the teaching of Christ, that's the truth, that they would love one another. And scripturally speaking, this is all over the bible truth is never separated from love as if it were an opposite concept in god's kingdom truth and love are woven harmoniously and they're of a piece together the truth without love is an icy i'd call it pharisaical palace Not truth at all, for it takes no account of human beings being made in the image of God or of the character of God himself, who is love, as the first letter of John says. But on the opposite side, love without truth is no love at all, for it too relinquishes reality that human beings made in the image of God are truly human beings made in the image of a specific God who himself is truly knowable. In the letter of 2 John, he is the God, he is God the Father, and Jesus Christ the Father's Son, in the flesh, in truth and love. So all that, that's a brief view of the second letter of John. So what about the third letter? This third letter makes a similar distinction, love of truth and hatred of falsehood, but here it names names. The church continually faces struggles from without, and the bride of Christ also faces turmoil within because sin is not yet consummately washed away from her garments. In the case of 3 John, the effects of pride and self-exaltation are dividing the community through a false and frankly very sad man named, in verse 9, Diotrephes. Yet there are godly leaders who are to be imitated in the truth, promoting unity in both the local body and the itinerant ministers they are seeking to support. And that's Gaius. And indeed, John commands the church, he says through Gaius, Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. So it might be said that for this letter, Pride divides, but truth in love unites. Third John presents one of the most descriptive boots-on-the-ground, outworkings of hospitality in the New Testament, and the encouragement of Gaius to continue his faithful work. As one commentator put it, quote, The word faithful seems to link together the truth and the love of Gaius. His practical ministry to strangers was true to his profession. His love was consistent with the truth which he believed, End quote. This was a strategic ministry of the church to advance the gospel, and it still is hospitality, allowing workers of the kingdom to be supplied, and that the local believers might too be fellow workers for the truth. One of the encouragements we can receive from Third John is to open the door wider than just our local church. We can plan to welcome and receive believers who we may not know and unbelievers who may have plenty of assumptions about what, what Christians believe and how we live, but actually need to see it. Our ultimate aim in both of these groups should be the same, to bless and present the gospel in a tangible way. Secondarily, we can show Christ's command to love one another through this ministry that it equips and refreshes brothers and sisters who go about presenting the gospel in other places. So as we come to a close, these two letters are so valuable to us and are wonderful gems in the New Testament. And they are often overlooked. They're near the end of the Bible. They're small. But we would do well to go to them often for the love of truth in Jesus Christ. So as we start these letters, let me pray for us as we receive God's word in the second and third letters of John. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for godly apostles who cared for your church. And we thank you for godly and faithful leaders in the churches and who traveled about from and from church to church, may we imitate them in a love of truth, a rejection of falsehood, of hospitality and support as they imitate Christ. Let us, Lord, not be in any way like Diotrephes or those false fools who come in sinful pride to deceive or divide your people. Please help us understand by your Holy Spirit. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Good Soil podcast. I'm enjoying reading the Bible with you. Let me encourage you, keep reading. His voice is worth hearing. Until I talk with you next, may God reap a great harvest in our midst as his word grows in good soil.